Hello, everyone. This is Theo from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And listen up for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense, IJT, or email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Today, we're going to talk about my nigga, Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> that um, despicable, raggedy ass of a human being. Um, I don't really, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I don't really know Joe Rogan. And I didn't even know the this mediocre white man was so significant in anything. Last time I heard about Joe Rogan, he was doing a fear. It was a fear factor. Remember fear factor? It was fear factor. Where they'll make you like eat like donkey balls or sleep yeah, with like snakes or something. Yes. And so when I was when I was hearing all this hoopla about Joe Rogan, I was like, the fear factor motherfucker? Like but now this mediocre white man gets a hundred million dollars from Spotify. Hello, Spotify. Isaiah, Jasper, and Thea will want some of that. But uh, <laughs> um, and he he is just not the best human being. And then you also started hearing stuff about him about uh, you know the COVID vaccine and COVID misinformation that he was sharing with the world. I was like, um, sit the fuck down. And go back to Fear Factor, like, so, but I really don't know anything about Joe Rogan. So if you Negroes can educate me on Um, his bullshit and his fuckery, and on top of the fact that he's been using the N-word, like, there's no tomorrow. And once again, just shows me that this man is another level of gutter trash and so Neanderthal-like and uneducated. I don't know about him either. I I didn't even know he was on, he was part of the Fear Factor franchise until uh, you brought it to uh, my attention. So uh, I didn't know he was a part of the, that uh, franchise. Um, didn't don't didn't know what he did um, until I was so happy with him um, saying, using the N-word and, you know, being an ass and making an ass of himself. So, um, you know, once again, another white cracker doing what they want to do. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, yes, so Joe Rogan, um, hosted Fear Factor, um, a number of years back, and, uh, and that's really the, the most I, I knew of him, and then he had hair, so, you know, I had to reorient around his bald-ass head, so. Yeah, that um, is true, he did have hair. Yeah, he had hair, once upon a, once upon a toupee, whatever, but, like, so, um, I guess the the issue really starts with so let's let's talk about like where the issue really starts. So obviously it starts with um, you know the COVID information of it all, right? So this is something that we've been dealing with, you know, the world over throughout the course of this pandemic. You know, we're in we're in what we're in season three of the pandemic, right? So like this where people. Um, you know, with with platforms and and you know spaces of notoriety and things like that are are speaking from a place of being science literate, like we discussed um, last season, actually when they're not, um, and that even goes for for some of us of us everyday folk. You know, we're we're not as science literate as somebody that's actually in healthcare, right? Um, or that's actually in in science or works in that space. Um, and so it's it's alarming to see the amount of people, Joe Rogan included, specifically in this situation, speaking from a scientific place when you are not science literate and you don't really know what you're talking about. Right? When he doesn't have the authority. Yes, you don't have the authority <laughs> to be speaking on such things. Um, so 
that was an issue. Obviously, we saw, um, you know, musicians like, <laughs> sorry, I just, so obviously you listeners cannot see this right now, but there is a very funny picture that has replaced Jasper's face on our <laughs> And it might be our nigga Joe Rogan. <laughs> So, he looks like he's saying yas. <laughs> he looks like so, uh, <laughs> because of course he would be using one of our colloquialisms to like you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so anyway, um, so obviously from from that fallout and that being, um, I believe in in one of his podcast episodes or maybe multiple episodes that I'm not you know, completely versed on because I don't listen to um, the Joe Rogan Experience. Um, just not my cup of tea. Um, but he uh, received backlash, you know, and Spotify, who hosts his podcast, received backlash um, in the form and of- And who also hosts our podcast, by the way. Yes, also ours, yes. Yes. Spotify. So, Spotify, if you're listening, this is a problem, but we're about to get into it. So anyway, so, um, so that resulted, obviously, in backlash in the form of artists like Neil Young and Joni Mitchell- um, and a slew of other artists leaving the platform because they went, okay, what, what, like, what, what, what are you doing? Um, and then, <laughs> then we come upon another issue altogether, um, where, uh, and here's the thing, this is not just, I just want to be clear about this. This is not, um, this is not up for debate. It's not up for discussion. It's not a supercut where, um, yes, it was a supercut of, of, of him saying the word 24 times plus, um, but it, it's not up for debate. It's not um, that we got uh, some kind of weird raw cut of, of him saying this word magically like he had never said it. India Ari um, shared a supercut of him saying, um, saying the N-word 24 times. Hard R. This is not we playing around and we talking between each other and we're saying, what's up, my nigga? Like, this is like him hard. hard, hard. Mind you, us men, Black men, don't feel comfortable easy even using the hard Our R. Self. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Ourselves. So for you to, as Trevor Noah said, act like you bought it in bulk at Costco is is wild to me. So, um, so she, she puts up this uh, thing on her Instagram or slew of videos on her Instagram where she's explaining why she's leaving the platform. Um, and just to note, she also expressed herself that it's not that she believes in, in cancel culture and you can't see me, but I'm putting quotes around that. Um, or that she thinks that he is a racist. It has to do with the fact that a major streaming platform is not going to take this person to task for saying this in whatever context because as he said himself in the video once he was caught um um, there is no context in which you should be saying that word hard r and let me just make a blanket statement and this is from i think i can say you know jasper and theo that you guys sit in the same space as me with this there is no context in which anybody that we know or don't know that is not black and even black people hard are we're not saying it okay you shouldn't be saying it there's no reason for you to say it there's no reason for you to slip and call it to something period there's just not at all um it feels uncomfortable it feels dirty it feels it feels heavy it tastes like metal like you have a bunch of pennies in your mouth actually yes. and we're black Yes. Have you ever put a penny in your mouth? It, it tastes disgusting. So imagine a hundred pennies. <laughs> imagine sucking on a hundred pennies like a peppermint, and, and and it feels like you have a, like a ten, a hundred pound weight in your mouth trying to say that, and to hear that feels like a two hundred pound weight hitting you in the face. How is this white man comfortable enough, or not cognizant enough? To not be in the same headspace. Because of care, you know, his he issued a, a lame apology and you know bullshit apology, and he said he hadn't, he hadn't used the word in years, but you so but you used the word, so that means you felt comfortable enough, you felt okay enough, and you was in spaces that made you feel like it was acceptable for you to use the word because you used it before, um, and you happen to get caught this time and blasted publicly. 
um, um, for the world to see and hear um, this trash shit, trash that you decided to say. Um, people like him is the problem with America because they think that they can just say what they want to say and there's no consequence. And in that situation, he didn't, Spotify did not remove him. Spotify did not fire him. He still get a check. A good check at that, you know, Spotify, like, I don't know what's, what's going on up there in the headquarters, but I'm going to need y'all to, to, like, dismiss him and give give us half of that. You can give us that check. We'll spend three ways. We'll, we'll make use of that check. Y'all get him, Joe. Oh, the advertisement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the advertisement. We'll take both, either. <laughs> but some bullshit. Alexa, how old is Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan is 54 years old. Old as hell. That's a fifty-four-year-old white man. He knows better. Old as hell. He know. Yes, he knows better. Well, Two enough, to, old enough to know better. That's that's the point. Yes. Um, one of the things I also wanted to bring up really quick is not just his use of that of the hard R here, but the fact that you. You likened Black people going into a movie theater in a Black neighborhood as if you were walking into Planet of the Apes. He tried it. He tried So, you know, this is not, it, it, it doesn't just limit itself to, I mean, that's bad enough, but the as hard could not get, like, and here's the thing, and then it turns into this, like, He's out here saying like, you know, oh, well, people are trying to like politically like, you know, swing this and a no, dude, you Bullshit. said like my nigga, you, you literally just set up there and then you're going to try to like gaslight people into being like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not racist. Okay. So what makes you racist then? Is it doing racist things? Is it saying, saying racist things? Like what is your definition of that? But I don't know. Black people and monkeys is such an old racist dog whistle. Higher. Like, no. We know that. And we, once again, we know that that's not okay. But he felt that he needed to do that for the purpose of what? And first of all, I also heard that he's a comedian. Like, yeah. damn, Joe Rogan is multi-layer. Multi-layer of trash on top of trash on top of trash. Like, that dog, come on. We know that dog whistle of black people and monkeys and the historical disgustingness in this country with that. But I, I, once again, he must be from Planet of the Fucking Apes because that he looks like a fucking ape. With... Disgusting. He looks like an ass. Um, and he but... looks like Mr. Steroids, by the way. <laughs> I wouldn't be trying to Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean on steroids. <laughs> Oh, listen, y'all better leave my Mr. Clean alone now. You don't like that. <laughs> I love me some Mr. Clean, but not this mother. This, not this mother. <laughs> he, he, it's, it's his apology that he can't, you know, he had this apology that was a bunch of bull. Like, like oh, I didn't know better. Yes, I didn't know better. I, I, you know, I'm going to do better. Like, you're 54 years old. Like, you know better. And you didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't even funny. Like, how could you find calling black people monkeys? Funny or comical. How well, you know I, how he was raised, though? Yeah. Because there's, there's a yeah, certain age of people. There's a certain age of white people that that kind of language, that jargon, that kind of yeah. mentality um, isn't in their lexicon. If he was a ninety-something-year-old man, I will say, like you know, this is his upbringing. You know, he came from that time. Yeah. Joe Rogan is considered to be a young. In terms of the grand scheme of age, he's considered to be a young fifty-four. He don't look it. Shit, he looking <laughs> very aged. Very because he's because he's <laughs> aging like you. Yes, that's that's what you people age like that. When you're evil, you age like that. So he's, just, <laughs> he's a horrible human being. Like it, 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 it's like, what if we got on got, got on our platform and start making you know white jokes about you know crackers and you know and and um saying that we go into a. a uh, the, uh, movie theater for the white people will feel like we're walking and walking into movies theater of saltines and real like the, the chocolate and a bowl <laughs> oh, of, of saltines. But they wouldn't find it funny. They, they wouldn't find it funny. They would find it very offensive. So that, that's would, reverse racism, Jasper. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 
I oh, yeah. you know what though? Like, okay, so I do want to. I, I think that we feel that we are in a space where people of that in that age group wouldn't say things like that, right? I think that we like the, I, I think that we from from either our space or maybe just society overall might think that we are a little bit more advanced or that people from that space wouldn't be saying things like that. But the th important thing to remember is this. And my mom always said this to me growing up. It, it, there are people that go home and they'll say shit like that in 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 their own four walls about you. So, like, oh, yeah. so it's important to remember that that just because we are maybe a little bit more socially polite about it, it doesn't mean that you're. I mean, think about the the level of microaggression that we deal with in general. That comes from somewhere. That comes from a, a racist space. Period. So, I think that. Yes, at 54, we would think that, okay, you're from a space where that's not socially acceptable. Yet at home, it might be, you know what I mean? Because you don't know what conversations are being had behind closed doors. So not- But no, no, but that's you know? what I meant though. He's young enough to understand that you don't bring that shit to your job. You don't bring that shit to the public. You, whatever the fuck you choose to do in the four walls of the house that you pay the mortgage in, where you pay the bills, your kitchen table talk, I don't control that. And I can criticize that. I can criticize or be upset about what I don't know you talk about behind closed doors. For all I know, Joe Rogan loves to kiss horses. Go do that behind closed doors. The minute we find out, PETA gonna be up in your ass and they're gonna arrest your ass for um, well, bestiality or whatever. Uh, he's young enough to understand that if this is the way that you want to talk, if this is the way that you think, do that in the comfort of your home. Don't bring that to work. Don't bring that to our podcast on Spotify where people are going to hear and be impacted by your ignorance, your arrogance, and your racism and your bizarre dog whistles that you're holding on to that has nothing to do with the podcast or what's going on. Like, what was this podcast? What's this podcast about? The KKK or how it originated? Or like, what, what, what is it about? That's the thing is, I don't understand exactly what you, I mean, I'm not, to be quite honest, I'm not interested in what the context of it was supposed to be. Like I could, that I could care less. I care that you said the word. That's, I'm going to be totally honest about that. I could, I don't care what story you were telling um, for all of it. Oh, no, 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 context does not matter. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely. And here's the other, now this is what really, other than the, the actual situation at hand, this is what really set me on fire is the fact that um, now, while not still pissed off because then instead of addressing this in the way it should have been addressed, which is, you know, what people call cancel culture or whatever, and holding you actually accountable and going, I'm sorry, we're not in alignment with this. We're no longer going to be able to host your podcast. Spend him or something. Right. With your hundred dollar million, hundred million dollar contract, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel Eck. The Spotify, the Spotify CEO, yes, I'm calling you by name, um, yeah, yeah. basically came out and said that canceling is a slippery slope and that while he apologizes to the employees and things like that about um, the comments that Joe Rogan made, that they basically doubling down on that they're not going to remove it. However, they did quietly remove 71 episodes of his podcast with the the offenses the things that were in those episodes they removed those episodes oh, 71 you said 71 they was gonna do that that, that way they can make it seem like oh well we did take those offensive episodes out so we didn't remove that content but we're not gonna remove them we're still gonna give him this platform to spread his bullshit so it's, it's it's like what the fuck you're not doing it that's still not a consequence needs to happen a consequence is suspending him couldn't take their paycheck or fire him. You got three options. They hit him where it hurts. Yes, hit him in the ball. Yeah. <laughs> give, give us his paycheck or 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 his advertising. It's us. <laughs> give us his advertising. <laughs> Promote. And then, <laughs> and then they like, okay, we're going to so because of that, now we're going to give the same amount of money that we're paying Joe Rogan 100 k right, whatever. 
we're gonna give that to marginalized groups on the on the on the platform. Okay, so because India Ari also popped out and said that they paid them like point three per what was point zero zero three percent of a penny, you know, like some some dusty shit. Um, for, her, for her music. Yeah. That's what they paid her for her for her good fucking music, by the way. Good music, good music. Not like, you know, bad comedy. Yeah, it's, it's, you know. Yeah, it's um, but like, it's, you know, that's what set me on fire. I am just like, wow. So, okay, we're going to just mask it as cancel culture. It's accountability. You are out here throwing around the N-word like, like, what? I don't, I don't understand. Like, like, like he bought it at Costco on bulk. It was just mm-hmm. a good thing. And once again, and I don't want to hear no nobody coming up and up their goddamn mouth, then all black people need to stop using the word in their song. Mind your fucking business. Thank you. However <laughs> a community chooses to use words and colloquialisms, it is the community's business. Whatever the Jewish community wants to talk, how they want to talk, that is the Jewish community's business. The way Asian folks want to talk, that is Asian folks' business. They are the ones that create the rules. You have to abide by them. And if people hear whatever in music and whatever, then you make sure that you edit yourself around that music. Do not try to, they always come up with, when you're speaking about you know, violence against people, uh, Black people, everybody always wants to talk, oh, well, you know, there is Black on Black crime. Shut the fuck up. We're around your Confederate flag wherever the fuck you want to. So shut the fuck up and let us say what we want shut to. Up. Uh, people always <laughs> want to tell motherfuckers what to do in their community and how to carry on. That's your problem. Instead of talking to your white people and letting go of your ancestors' bullshit and fuckery in their language, then we can have a different conversation. Again, there's no reason why Joe Rogan should be using the N-word with the E-R at the end. There is no reason. He should, as intelligent as he wants to appear, giving people misinformation about COVID, he should have been intelligent enough to say just the N-word. And he didn't have the right Black person around him because the right right, um, Black person would have punched him in his mouth. (laughs) It's it's not okay. It's not okay. We're in 2022. These are things, boundaries, and rules that have been set up. And for some reason, when it comes to Black people, People just always seem bewildered and confused about what the rules and the boundaries are. What do you guys feel about? They're not confused. They just they just choose to like to not acknowledge and not follow those rules. They're not confused. They know exactly what the rules are. They know exactly they've been here, been here. So they just choose not to follow the rules. But they expect us to abide by all the rules. We're expected to stand by and do and follow rule A to Z. Every day, all day, on the teeth, like we expect it to. Now, what do you guys? What do you think about what? What do you guys feel about about this? Now, the Spotify. So the aftermath of the of this or the fallout of this being that not just certain musicians and artists are pulling their content from Spotify, but people, individuals, are canceling their accounts for that because. That is something I'm gonna just say straight out that I'm I'm struggling with. <laughs> but what are you guys' thoughts on that? We're we're um are we um uh, what are we are we not spum are we considered employees of Spotify? <laughs> no, we, we ain't getting no other check. We ain't, they ain't saw the check, so we're not employees. Oh, so we are hosted. Yes, we're 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 distributed. We get paid that zero point zero three percent. Um, yes. we are. So we are being hosted by Spotify, which is where Spotify, what Spotify should do is yeah. use marginalized groups or, 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 you know, up and coming podcasters of color, black, um, black, Asian, Indian, whatever, give them some shine, spread some of that, uh, you know, that light that you're shining on um, Joe Rogan raggedy ass and Highlight other people, spotlight other people uh, that are, well, how do you say this? Um, because not only our content, yes, of course, our content, boop, boop, but other people who are the polar opposite of the ugliness and the 
COVID misinformation and the racism and the bigotry that he spewed into the airwaves. Um, remedy that by highlighting folks who are diverse, who are speaking, um, I don't know how to say it, because I, I, I want to curse really bad. And you just want to say a bunch of profanity. I'm trying to stop myself. And, uh, you know, people who are just a polar opposite of Joe Rogan, um, get some Black women out there. Get some trans Black women out there. Get some trans people. Get some queer people. Get some, uh, you know, women representation out there. Get some Black voices out there um, to counteract the ugliness that Joe Rogan obviously has been spewing for years. And again, Ro Joe Rogan didn't start using the, the, the uh, ER word two days ago, two years ago. My understanding is his podcast has been around for five or more years. Like 12 years. Why are we calling out that motherfucker today? Once again, and I think that's a way, that, that's a very um, um, present moment. I, 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 wanna, I just want to curse because I'm so disgusted. Um, this this episode is just going to be pure x x x x x x x <laughs> explicit 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 um and get you know get people out there highlight other people to balance out the fuckery because when you have someone like joe rogan that gives COVID misinformation highlight um podcasts who are out there giving the proper information who are science literate who are scientists, who are authority in the, in, uh, in the infection. When Joe Rogan is talking his bigotry, get some black voices out there, get some female black voices out there, get some three melanated queer voices out there, hint, hint, making it make sense with Isaiah, Jasper and Thea out there, who, who represent the polar opposite of what he is saying and what he's trying to represent. Because a large percentage of his audience who are white took those dog whistles of black people and monkeys and planet of the apes and actually ran with it and it perpetuated their bullshit. Th those are some real time things that Spotify can do. They could, you know, you're, you're preaching to the choir because, you know, they love, they love the chaos. They love all this drama because to them, it bring, that's revenue. They bring attention to their platform. That makes them trend because they're trending. So that so they, this what they this what they want they want controversy controversy sells positivity doesn't <laughs> except yeah, but, you know. dropping <laughs> yeah. good watch yeah. continue I want that same energy people had for that black man that black comedian that black icon Dave Chappelle they went oh, out Lord. there and they protested <laughs> and they protested out there in Netflix offices people walked out. So where's that same energy for this mediocre white man? But doesn't that equity tell you people? You say what? Doesn't that tell you something? Equity. Mm -hmm. Equity about, uh, if we're going to call out Dave Chappelle because we feel somewhere about Dave Chappelle, then we should do the exact same thing to Joe Rogan. But I don't see the same energy. Now, after I some... Oh, I got you. No, so I agree, but you know, both kept their job. Dejavel kept his job. So both of them, nothing really. I, I agree, it should be equitable. The energy should be the same. But you know, nothing's going to happen to either one. I mean, they look at they treat Joe Rogan as like an icon in the Spotify world. Like Dejavel is an icon in the comedy com comedy world. So they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do what we think they should. They're not the energy, and he's white, so they're not going to go out there and march. Well, he's not going to quit their jobs. But he's not people. that talented, though. Exactly. So they're not going to put the energy into poor. So I'm like, talented. So he is Joe there. Rogan is the personification of mediocrity. People love mediocrity. That's why he still has a podcast. That's why he still has listeners. They love mediocrity. And so let those listeners stop listening. We got to send an email over to Spotify and let them know. Listen up, <laughs> bitches. Now, look, don't, don't send an email and get us passed out the platform. We just, we up and started. We need them to keep distributing well, our episodes. I'm going to send them an email. Watch. What do y'all think what I was like? Because remember <laughs> last episode we had dropped, I literally, in one of my little videos I did on Instagram, I was like listing off, like, you know, you can listen to us on Apple, YouTube. 
Anchor, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And I just yeah. on the, because I was just like, really, y'all? Like, all of the curated playlists I've made under Spotify. Mm. Not here because Spotify is like one of our main um, main go tos for our listeners. They use Spotify to listen to our stuff. So, main you distributors. Know, yes, they distribute our stuff. You know, in 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 that's where like our one of our main audiences use Spotify to listen to us. So like, so, so look at that. This kind of behavior from this raggedy ass white man puts it in a predicament as uh, people of color, queer people. Expected, you know, I, uh, I we're black. Well, I'm black first, before, um, and this is problematic for me. And it's problematic that the people who are hosting my podcast are not taking it as serious and seen as problematic as I am. So we are also in a conundrum here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are. What do we do? do we, like, we're like we're up, like, up and coming. Like we snatch our our little podcast out of Spotify and hope that that makes a dent, or do we keep our podcast on here and? Keep using to distribute our, our um, beautiful content. Oh, well, we can also just we also have the option of, of um, promoting other people in our other product because we still have iHeartRadio and Apple, and we also have YouTube. We we should, we don't actually tell other people that we have a YouTube page, and every episode you can find in our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. YouTube and um, Apple Podcasts. Shout out to Apple Podcasts because. That's when that's our number one like source of like where people listen to Apple Podcasts. So shout out to y'all because our listeners use them use them more than Spotify anyway. But y'all shady ass to Spotify. But um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Apple, home of Neil Young. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> and Joni Mitchell. <laughs> Joni Mitchell. I, I bet you think this song is a bell. Spotify. You know, I gotta be honest, like, you know, and all the way like leading up to, you know, just, you know, us getting together and, and you know, and talking about this. Um, like, I was so livid at one point, I was just gonna like, I was gonna be like, guys, should we, should we continue to like allowing, like, because I feel like it's a direct, you know, and everything that we speak about and who we are, it's like a direct antithesis to everything that we stand by and that we speak about. And so, you know, from our little corner of the world, you know, I just want to say like Spotify, Daniel Eck, this is wild for real, for real. Like that you, you're really gonna allow that. You mean to tell me that Joe, our nigga Joe is your, Mm. that's your main source of of income. Not all of you predominantly black and BIPOC artists that generate income for you. So you're going to stand by, you're going to stand by him. All right. By the way, his name is Daniel Ilk. Like Ilk? Oh, Ek like E-K. Like E-K? That's an ugly last name. I'm sorry. Daniel, you need to do better. Listen, I mean, I wasn't going to come through that hard, but I am not responsible for what my brothers over here saying. Well, the same way Joe Rogan ain't responsible. So, Jasper, exactly. what were you trying to say? I was saying, saying that Joe, you know, Joe is that token nigga. So, like, he, he's that token. So, oh. they're going to protect him. They're going to shield oh, him. They're going to, they're going to, you know, make sure that he's good. So, they, they don't, you know, he's the chosen one. Oh. <laughs> I'm By the way, where are Joe Rogan's black friends who are telling Joe Rogan, uh, my nigga, this is not okay. He has the opposite. It says, oh yeah, bro, Joe, don't say what you say, Joe. Because where are the black know. women in his life telling him, uh, my nigga, this is not okay. He don't have those either. He, don't, he has the, the opposite. Because what's his face? Yes, Joe. <laughs> Base. Like, let's be. What's his fan? His what's, fan it, what's his what? What's his fan base? Like, oh, us. so no question asked. I mean, do we? Do we? You know the answer to that. You know. Exactly. So, you know. But that's, that's the importance of having a diverse group, a group of thinkers and a group of leaders, and, and, and where everyone is equitable and everyone's voice can be heard, because someone 
can check someone and be a leader and be brave and cognizant enough to say, hey, this ain't okay. Hey, we need to revisit this and we need to apologize. Once again, let's check ourselves before somebody checks us. Period. Check yourself before you get wrecked, Joe. Check yourself. But nobody, they don't have that diverse set of friends. They don't have that. that, And once again, if you are a Black person, you were okay with Joe Rogan all these years using the ER, you need to check your Blackness. They are. Because I would have slapped the shit out of Joe. (laughs) Whatever. If this was behind closed doors, if this was through conversation, whatever, behind closed doors in his house, while you guys were kicking it, smoking a spliff, having some wine, having some beer, we don't know that. Yeah, oh, and, 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 and I'm sorry. And Theo, you brought up a good point. Listen, okay. If you are saying, I'm going to say this right now. If you are saying with the A in a circle with your little friends, then that is, you take that black heart up with them. Once you say it out here, they can't protect you. So <laughs> they ain't going to protect you. So Okay, so I just that's a little message to the people that like to slip and go, well, no one's around, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, or hey, no one's gonna, no one's gonna hear you, you're not gonna get in trouble, just say it, Joe. Double, yeah, <laughs> say it, Joe, just like, right, like we are white chicks or something, like, well, no one's around, like, yeah, okay, but we can't, you're not protected when you say it out in the world, at least, no, you're yeah, not because Joe will get his ass beat and y'all not gonna save him, so. Y'all need to course correct Joe. Y'all his real friends and keep it 100 and keep it a buck with him. Let him know that he's doing too much. He needs to shut the fuck up, period. If y'all his real friends, if y'all real about, real about who y'all say y'all are, y'all blackness, y'all need to tell Joe to shut the fuck up, period. <laughs> and again, Daniel Eek or Daniel Ugh. <laughs> I'm going to send Daniel an email. Watch. We should have access to his email to send him an email. You know, let's just look that up right now. <laughs> We're going to send him an email. If you want to do the right thing, promote podcasts and advertise, provide advertisement to podcasts of color. That's some real-time change. That can happen. Send it from my email. Make it an email so they know it's coming from Zach. Yeah, from that's some real-time change that he can do. <laughs> promote these artists. Uh, pay these artists what they should be getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, promote these podcasters the way they should be um, promoted not just the controversial not just the the deviant ones not just these whatever everyone equitable not just the joe rogans of the podcast world and mind you the number one podcast or i think a very popular podcast joe button's podcast does well as well uh, but i don't know if he is on Spotify, like us, and um, Joe Rogan, raggedy ass. Is it something more independent? He's on Apple Podcasts, and then he's on uh, Jay-Z's. He's distributed through Jay-Z's. Oh, Tidal. Who's Jay-Z? Tidal. He's through Tidal. Oh, is it? Yeah, we need to look through our... We need to now, we, and it's not because we're multi-million dollar podcasters. We are uh, people with integrity. And I don't care if I'm paying, uh, if I'm getting paid a dollar, if I'm a homeless person in the street, I have integrity. Because, you know, homeless people have integrity. Um, Disabled people have integrity. Um, Developmentally delayed people have integrity. So you don't need to be an upper echelon or a multi-billionaire or fashion whatever to have some sort sort of integrity. We are people of integrity. And this is everything that I'm against. Joe Rogan is everything that I despise in a human being. Arrogant, bald, um, unnecessarily living in his white privilege, um, no hairline, uneducated, Neanderthal. You know, he's everything that I despise in a human being. And I don't want to be associated with that. No, but basically just saying that, you know, we are people with integrity. This goes against a lot of the fundamental beliefs that we hold dear to our hearts and our, and our 
lives, like, you know, going around saying, well, you know, I'm going to say going around saying nigger doesn't impact Joe Rogan. Him saying that in a very popular podcast broadcasted and distributed by Spotify, it does impact my life and people that look like me. So it's very easy for him to have said that throughout, um, throughout the years without being held accountable, being called out, because it doesn't impact him. That impacts us three men sitting here, um, black men in real time. And someone maybe today experience or someone's experience being called a nigger in 2022. It's not like we're living 2000 years in the future and people are going, oh my God, what is this word? Do you remember this nigger word that was used 2000 years ago and it was so offensive? You know, during that time of capitalism, like we're living in Star Trek where money doesn't matter. We can, we can make clothes. We, we, we travel to Mars in four minutes. We have quantum <laughs> drive. Like, you know, these words, these things still impact people today. And a white man like him, so arrogant and living in his white privilege, doesn't understand the bigger picture. And Spotify, run by Daniel Ick, doesn't <laughs> seem to understand the bigger picture either. No, he understands. He understands. He doesn't care because it's about his bottom line. Because when you have people like that, they bring in the money. That's that make, brings him money. So Daniel Ek makes you want to Ek. You know, say his name. You know, doesn't give a doesn't give a fuck. So we just, you know. <laughs> Let's find Daniel Ek's email and send him an email and send him oh. a link to our podcast. So actually, I do have some information here. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be looking. <laughs> you little Harriet the Spy, you. <laughs> yes, thank you, Harriet the Spy. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I agree with all of that. I really, I really agree too with what Jasper was saying about how these, these straight men. You know, I mean, let's for a second kind of remove the, you know, remove the barrier here a little bit. Like, I think straight men could get away, just get away with saying some shit that like other people can't for whatever reason, you know? And I feel like, but at the same time, to Theo's point, there's not equity, not really in it, you know? Like, I I feel like there's not equity in you know, in the Dave Chappelle, you know, versus the the Joe Rogan situation. Not exactly. Um, it's just, it, you know, honestly, it's just sad. And it's just about integrity. And it's about, you know, or lack thereof. And, you know, I feel like comedy, as much as we like to, as much as we like to behave as if comedy does not affect the greater world or the people around us, <laughs> there are situations where it indoctrinates people to act there we go. And I don't think this situation is, is any exception. But was he even being comedic? He was being, was he, he was having was a conversation. He, oh, he, he purports that he was being comedic. So oh, that's please. But it was, I, it was uh, a conversation. It was, it was conversational in, on his podcast when he made the, when he, used it, when he said nigga, he was in the conversational, I guess, podcast. Oh, he didn't say nigga. Or n- nigga. A nigger, he said nigger. When he said nigger, yeah. when he said nigger, was it was in a conversational form, a context and format on his podcast, or was it like a standard routine where he was like, "So let's talk about the niggers and the, you know, was he doing that or was it like?" <laughs> he said that he was referencing, let's say, oh, you know, Bob, you know, when we were walking down the street, Bob had said nigger, and I was just like, Bob, what's your problem? In, in context like that, sometimes it appeared. Instead of saying Bob said the N word with the ER at the end. Once again, there's more than one way to make your point, but he chose the most low, dirty way. He, he shouldn't say the word. I don't want him to say ER or A. I don't, he, he, I don't, I wouldn't want, I don't want him to say either form of the word. He should have just said the N, just said N word. Because you don't have to say the word. Like when Tammy, when Tammy checked, oh boy, I checked, um, Oh boy, on the real world, because he said, yeah. he said, 
you know, do the same thing. And she told him, no, you, you not to say that word. He kept acting like he didn't get it. Like, you don't say, you don't have the right to say that word. So it's like, yeah, I don't want to hear them say either, him say either word because both words are offensive. But the, the A is, of course, it, it stings because that, that, that comes with the, uh, that, that with pain, with, 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 it was, it was you to create this, um, to be down, break us down with the A ending. So it's, 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 you know. With the E-R ending, not the A ending. Well, I mean, <laughs> look, it's, I can look, R-A, it's, it's, all, it's, it's, it's together. It's in the same family. <laughs> Jasper, what is it that, um, what is it, Tammy, because you brought that up, what is it she said to, because the, the other girl was trying to, like, You're I mean. think she was trying to defend her. She's like, you Latina, you don't say that either. Latina. <laughs> Yeah, because it was where she, because she was, where she was, she's trying to, trying to help, but made it worse because it was like, she was trying to say, well, you, him saying the N-word was wrong. Something she said was, it was what she said was so stupid. And I, and I was like, yeah, Tammy, yeah, you, I was glad she said it to her because like, lady, you're not making no better and you said it and what you, and you're trying to help, you actually not helping, you're making it worse because you know, you, you're not even making it, you're not even making more, making sense of why Tammy's angry or why Tammy's upset. And then no. for the black man to sit there and not say shit was what irritated me because a black man sat there and didn't say a word. And that's what and that's what I'm talking about. Those people like that that would sit there and not say nothing. I had a problem with that because a black woman sitting well, there, sit here. We know those kind of black people, you know, Uncle Thomas. Sitting here and this and not saying anything. This black woman defending and defending your race too. And you're not saying anything. And that's don't give those our Uncle Toms. I yes. Didn't mean to laugh about it necessarily. <laughs> but when Tammy was like, she put a little cigarette, she goes, and don't you cry, nigga. Hey, you're not yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good, that's a good example. Yeah, because uh, don't say it either. Yeah, like you don't say this, you don't, you Latino, we don't come to you and say, what's the slang they say to y'all? So don't, don't, just don't say it. Just, just, you stay in your lane. And we ain't gonna it here. <laughs> yeah, we not, yeah I, look, I, look, we ain't gonna say it in here. That's why I didn't say it, but you, you know, know, Daniel Ick will be quick to snatch our little off. humble podcast. Yes, snatch us off real quick. Yeah. So, and the, on the, that note, we're gonna write an email to Daniel Ick. Yes, and we're gonna reach out to our to the boss of Spotify where we are being distributed. Send that yeah. information to me. I'm gonna write me a beautiful email because I'm a wordsmith. Yes, oh. hopefully he um and on that he gets it and reads it, y'all. And then we'll let y'all know we may have a meeting with Daniel Ick. And hopefully I don't Ick on the call. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll talk to you guys later. Until next time. Until next time. Let me know.